to Architecting. I'm your host, Angela Mazzi. You made it. This is the landing pad for raw honesty about connecting your career with your purpose. I'm going to give you the tools you need to be an unapologetic advocate for yourself and others, because if you're here, you believe that the space we surround ourselves in matters and you're committed to project by project building a better world for all of us. If you're with me, let's get architecting. Hey, Bright Lights, it's Angela and welcome to Architecting. I'm so glad you're here. This is really the forum, the community where we can come together as creatives who believe that we can make a difference through our work and help to encourage and support one another. As you know, creativity isn't just about the specifics of what you do. A lot of it is mindset work. A lot of it is giving yourself permission to pursue what you love and to be in your zone of genius and not to put a lid on your potential because you think it's too much to wait to be picked or ask for permission. And I really want to help you do that better. I really want to share everything I have learned in my career everything that I have done wrong and done right in my path to success so that you can get there too because the world needs us. We're here to make a difference, but we can't do that if we're hiding behind being busy. Thank you for showing up today and for taking in whatever I can offer and I'm here to support you in every way, including my Stressless Success Academy course. You can choose whether or not this is right for you. The podcast is always here as your free resource. I've also got three free resources on my website. But if you want a little bit more rocket fuel there, if you want some one-on-one attention, if you want to really laser focus on and unlock what is blocking you from having success on your terms. And on your terms means we stop exhausting ourselves. We stop viewing ourselves as the one who gets it done. We stop dragging ourselves and other people across the finish line. And instead, we put in place the resources and the support we need, have the focus to do the things we love and get really good at them. That's what I want to help you do. So if this sounds like something that you would like to work on and you've been listening to the podcast and you feel like I'm your person, make sure you sign up. You can go to architectingpodcast.com. It is right there on the front page. Today is the last day that you can get 50% off. So the course is going up starting tomorrow. So make sure that you get in. Make sure that if this is calling to you, you don't put it off. Why keep suffering? Definitely make sure that you take advantage of the pre-sale price and get in. I would love to work with you more one-on-one. We will meet once a week live on Zoom so you can ask questions as you go through the material. And it's a really nurturing and supportive environment that is 100% dedicated to unlocking your success. Today, since it is almost Valentine's Day, we're going to talk a little bit about 
relationships. And when I say relationships, I do not mean romantic relationships only, although this will work with romantic partners as well. But I'm talking about all relationships, whether they're with coworkers, clients, family members, people you associate within your life, all the relationships that you have can benefit when you pump up the quality of communication within them. What do I mean by that? Often when we communicate, we want to do one of two things. We either want to share the facts and drive a decision based on the facts, the logic. We want to persuade, we want to convince, or we feel something good or bad and we want to share what we're feeling so that the other person will relate to us. Those two things are the root motivation of most human communication. Problem is, if you noticed, both cases I started with, we want, right? It's a personal thing. It's something we need that's provoking the communication. In doing that, we're making the communication all about us. Now, I'm no way am I saying that you should not share things that are on your heart and on your mind. But when you share it from that completely you-centered point of view, it makes it harder to have empathy and it makes it harder for the other person to truly hear and internalize what you're saying and respond. You may never convert somebody to agree with you, but if they at least can understand where you're coming from, maybe you can work through differences or maybe you can learn enough to know that this is a relationship that is toxic in some way and that you need to move away from. But I don't want you to do what a lot of people do, which is project. We make assumptions about other people based on how they make us feel. And we create a whole story about their motivations and the kind of person they are, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, without ever having a real conversation with them about how they make us feel. So today, I'm working on helping you to do that better so that you can really have the hard conversations in a way that doesn't feel hard. You may have heard the term combative language or violent language, and it doesn't always mean that you are calling somebody a name or saying something quote-unquote bad about them. It can just be that there is judgment in the way you're speaking to them that is triggering them. And of course, we know that from a point of view of fighting, we're defending. And when we're defending, what are we in? Fight or flight mode, right? And what do we know about fight or flight mode? Well, we know that biologically, our body has fight or flight mode for our survival. So certain things happen in our body when we are fighting with somebody. And those things include our immune system shutting down, our digestive system shutting down, higher levels of thought shutting down, all of our energy being put into having a physical response. The problem is in relationship conflicts, we don't need that to happen, but our body's doing it anyway which means that we're not creating 
in this fight or flight mode. We're defending. So we're depleting our resources, our energy, our bandwidth, the very things we need to solve the problem and be creative and make a solution together. And that isn't going to get us to where we really want to go. How do we help this? How do we make this better? We do it by using some very conscious language. Conscious language is around three critical phrases. I notice, I feel, and I need. So it's very easy to maybe say to your boss if you feel like you are not getting a chance to share information with the client during meetings and other coworkers are and you want to get that experience you want to have that opportunity so you could say i notice that our client seems to have concerns about and you can fill in the blank there and that when and you can speak about the other coworkers talk to them. They don't seem to be hitting on those things, but I feel that I could really bring that topic to the table and have an empathetic conversation about it and that that would help the project to flow better. So I really need you to give me the opportunity maybe at the start of the meeting. So we set the table for this before my coworkers come in and start talking more about the nuts and bolts to talk about the bigger concepts and the intention behind it and the why behind design so that we don't get so in the weeds that we are forgetting about the bigger concepts of the project or the higher purpose of the project. Or you may have a coworker who you feel interrupts you. And rather than creating a story about who they are and what their motivations are and all of that, you could go up to them and you could say, I notice that you really are excited about these issues and that when we're talking, you are so eager to get your thoughts out that you talk over other people. That makes me feel like you don't value what I have to say. So I really need you to work with me to maybe structure our meetings differently so that when somebody asks a question, we ask everyone in the group to go around and voice their opinion. So do you see how this can shift things? Because first of all, you're not simmering and stewing over what happened that you didn't like that made you unhappy. You're nipping it in the bud. You're having that talk about it right away. But you're also not accusing the other person of doing anything to you or against you. You are acknowledging positive intent that they may have in the situation. And you're asking for what you need. This helps them to see how they can do better, how they can be better, how they can shine brighter. Because in the end, everyone wants the project to be successful. Everyone wants to be seen for what they're contributing. So when you work together, everybody can have more success and more accomplishments than when you are fighting or competing with one another. And as you can imagine, this can work with friendships, romantic relationships, and all other flavors of personal relationships. You can simply say, 
that you notice a certain behavior, that that behavior makes you feel a certain way, and that you need something else from that person. And again, keep it positive. Acknowledge positive intentions. Don't assume that you know that person's motivations. Invite them to share their motivations. And often when you are vulnerable, you give them the opportunity to be vulnerable. Vulnerability is not weakness. And if you want to learn more about vulnerability, Brene Brown gives a great TED Talk on it that you can Google Brene Brown and vulnerability. And you'll see how being vulnerable is how we invite others to authentically connect with us. And it, in fact, makes us stronger, not weaker, that we can be in that place because vulnerability allows us to be in touch with what we need from a situation and to ask for it. So the last tip here in relationships, as we look at using these powerful words and connecting better, is to also try to look for opportunities to do this in a positive way, not just use this tool when you feel hurt by somebody. If someone did something really well, say, I noticed that you worked really hard on presenting the different options to the client and you were very diligent and thorough. I feel great about the work you're doing and I would love to see you take this further. What do you need from me to help grow in your career? Or you could say to your boss, you know, I notice that you're managing this tough situation in the office really well. And that makes me feel good about working for a company that cares about this issue. And what do you need from me to help spread the word further or to take this further or to develop it more? So remember those magic words, I notice, I feel, I need and use them both in positive and tougher situations that are more challenging in all of your relationships and watch the magic happen. Because when you do this, you really are inviting people to be their best selves and you really are cutting off the victim mentality and the tendency to create our own story and spin yarns about someone else's actions and motivations behind it. Put it into practice. I would love to hear what you think. You can share your thoughts and tag me on Instagram at Architecting Podcast. That's where I hang out the most. Or you can also go to our Facebook page, which is called Architecting, and you can share your thoughts there. Or on our LinkedIn page, also called Architecting. I really want to hear about the challenges you're having and the ways that these ideas, when you put them into practice in your own life, are working out and where you're running into challenges. And also feel free to send me any suggestions you might have for future show topics. As I said at the beginning, architecting is a community. We are here to support one another. And so I want to hear about where you are bumping up against difficulties. And I also want to hear about your wins. So make sure that you share with me and others. It really helps to support everyone. 
And finally, if this was helpful, let's really make sure that more people can take advantage of it. Wouldn't it be great if the things you're learning were common knowledge and everybody started relating to one another in a better way, co-creating more often and supporting each other more? So share, share, share. Like, rate, and review this wherever you listen to podcasts. Recommend it to your friends. And thank you again so much. I appreciate you being here. I know you have a lot going on and that you are taking this time to spend it with me in our community means so, so much to me. So take care and have a great day. Thank you for listening. You made it all the way to the end of the episode, which means you are committed to making yourself a priority so you can be empowered to do the work you were called to do in the world. How amazing is that? If you would like even more content just like this, please remember to subscribe so you never miss an episode. I would so appreciate it if you left an honest review too. Hey, I want you to know I'm here for you beyond the boundaries of this podcast. You can follow me on social media at Architecting Podcast or visit architectingpodcast.com to download some great free resources. Take care, everyone, and stay inspired. (laughs) 